0: hello guys welcome to kingdom talks i'm here with a special guest and um, i'm gonna allow him to introduce himself he has a book titled verified growing into your god-given identity what a powerful book i have read it myself and that is why we are here today to discuss so before we move forward I'm going to allow my special guest to introduce himself.
1: My name is uh Marcus Lee and um I think that's just the perfect introduction just right there. My name is Marcus Lee <laughs> and um I'm a servant um of God. Um I'm pretty much I do everything, you know, uh spirit led. Um I don't do do things just because I'm per se Gifted to do it. Uh, I do everything that God has pretty much ordained, God has orchestrated for uh, me to do. Um, Now, honestly, y'all, I, you know, um, ask me maybe about uh, 10 years uh, later or five years or so, uh, would I be an author? I would probably say no. Um, I don't know um, where to start. Um, And right now, I still wouldn't know where to start. Um, But um I'm just grateful and, and thankful for uh God encouraging me and god literally taking the pen and actually writing the words for me
0: first of all I would like to tell the 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 audience that i like I said I have read the book and before we engage in in this conversation about your book I want to just do a brief review on my end it is relatable Okay. Verified, growing into your God-given identity is a book that is relevant in our time. It mm-hmm. is it is a book that is necessary for our young people and even older folks to get a copy Thanks. and read. Profound in a sense of biblical content, meaning mm-hmm. that when you read this book, you're able to relate with it, and 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 the book itself is so contemporary, you know. So this leads me to my first question. Um, your choice of words in in your book, your, the, the slangs, I feel like an average (laughs) young person in our time is able to read it with, with, with such a plain and profound biblical truth.
1: Right. Right. Um, um, I know God called me to be a communicator. And um I know uh my target audience that um God had called me to, and the target audience that God have called me to is working with with teens, so I felt like to reach them I have to I had to get on a level with them you know I'm a strong believer in in meeting people where they are. You know, if you look at the life and the, the ministry of Jesus, you'll realize that Jesus met people where they were. You know, um, even when they were when he was asking people in his earthly ministry to follow me, uh, they were doing something else. You know, and God just said he said just said two words. He just said, Hey, follow me. Mm-hmm. So um with that being said, you know, um, I asked God as I began to write this book. I said, "Lord, I, I want I want Your words. Um, I want the Holy Spirit to follow me as I as I as I write this book." And um, I said, "I start asking myself questions: How can I make this relatable to my target audience?" And um, one of the things He used is said, the, the language, the word usage, the slang, the way they speak now you know yeah. and I'm just like well I didn't I didn't want to use any big words because as I was growing up as a uh as a child and um and reading books and um and listening to preachers preach all these big words they were using it lost my interest in the book or it lost my interest in the message because I had to stop every 5 minutes to look it up and I'm like man uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. I mean, of course, I was learning vocabulary. Of course, my vocabulary was expanding. But my, my learning and my comprehension and understanding of the book or the message, it, it lost its value. And um, I wanted to write something of valuable. I wanted to write a book literally where someone can sit down in one setting and actually read the book and it add value to their life. So that's why I chose the the slang um and i chose to put it on a level where they could read you know because when i literally when i first read when i first was starting i'm like what would separate me what would make me different um as a as an author because i didn't want to be like any other uh regular decler author i wanted to be somebody that was different and um and and god said listen speak their language mm-hmm. you know um because if you think about it, um, if you're looking at the Bible, uh, for some of us, the Bible don't speak our language, especially King James Version of the Bible. But if you would get another translation of the Bible that would speak your language, you'd be more helped or more prone to actually wanna read the Bible or, or read something. So it just so in it, it is just it just stood out like, man, let me I want something that they would wanna read and and not put down once they pick it up.
0: At what point did you decide to write this book and what really inspired you?
1: Man, um, what what really inspired me, man, is it's just, you know, um, I was a um, kindergarten teacher um, at Hawkins. And um, it was a little kid that was... um, was a little kid and I, in the book, his name is, um, his name is Stephen, but, um, I'm not going to disclose his real name, but it was a child that was going into the bathroom and they were write vulgar language and this negative things about themselves. And I'm like, wow, like, I'm, 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 just amazed for somebody that young to, um, to say such negative things about themselves. And I'm like, who is planting that? Who is planting that seed in that child's life? And the, the child will write things such as, um, "I'm a loser," um, "I'm no good." Um, I mean, even even use profanity at young age. So that means I'm like, wow! I have to I have to get them now at a young age because the enemy is working through their lives at a young age.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: So I was like, man, and that just pretty much inspired me um, to actually write the book.
0: Thank you, Mr. Marcus. Um, The next question I have for you is when, when I was reading your book, I noticed that you incorporated your life experiences and, and you base your characters on real people. You know, mm-hmm. and I was very moved by that. <laughs> one of one of one of the name calling when <clears> you were <throat> a teenager was "roach boy." Roach boy. I, I yes, sir. I couldn't stop laughing. Like I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm, like I'm like, the author himself has been, uh, That's one thing I like about the book. It's authentic. It's honest. You're not. You're not trying to portray yourself in a light that okay, everything is perfect about Marcus Lee, but you pretty much. Wrote in that book some of the name-calling, Roach Boy, and some of your, your experiences with relationship. I was very impressed, you know?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: So why why did you do that? Incorporate your own personal experiences and also using real people to tell the story.
1: Um, I did that because um, I felt like this. If you never experienced it, if you never went through it yourself, how are you going to educate me or how are you going to inform me on something or on a type, a topic or a title that you've never experienced? And I wanted my readers to know, hey, listen, what I'm writing is my story. What I'm writing is my life. Like I really experienced this, you know? and by you know um talking to some of my readers that have read the book they was like man you know i experienced the same thing that you experienced you know i said i but i bet you this i bet you wouldn't call roach boy every time you went to school though you you didn't experience that man i mean y'all i mean it, it it was it was so bad to the point like literally um that every morning I, w- I would wake up in the morning and literally like I would check my backpack. I would check my clothes. <laughs> I shake everything. You know, I do the Harlem shake. I shake, I mean, I'll shake everything literally to make sure I didn't take any roaches, roaches to school with me. Wow. And, um, and because I knew what I was going to be, be called, um, if I did, you know, matter of fact, really, regardless if I dared or didn't, that's what I was going to be called anyway. You know, and I was trying to the people that was calling me roach boy. I was trying to let them know, hey, listen, that I, mm. that that's not me. You know, um, I, I may, you know, I, I may have experienced a roach-infected house, but that's that's not me. And I'm like, man, they they trying to steal my street career. Like they they trying to they they trying to um break me down. They trying to um uh, they're trying to steal my my true identity from me by calling me something per se that God didn't create me me to be or mm. something that God would never call me according to his word. And one thing that um you know that that stuck with me is with that is the fact that man it, it lived with me for a while. Wow. It 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 literally it 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 lived with me for a while and like I explained, it's like if you look at um, a tag, you know, on a on the back of a shirt, you know, at some point that tag began to start itching you, you know, it begins to start getting uncomfortable, you know, and I was trying to figure out what can I do to get this label per se, um boar, removed off of me.
0: Hmm. It's like it's like the Bible says, whose reports are you going to hear, right? Right, Sometimes right. Sometimes what people assume us to be, it's mm-hmm. either you're going to discard it or you believe it as true. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, the devil will use those false identity as mm-hmm. if they're real. That is why it's always good to go back to the word. To allow God to define your identity, not to allow mm-hmm. yourself, meaning that meaning that you allow your past, your current experiences to define who you are, or you allow mm-hmm. outside voices, and then the enemy now will just compound your mm-hmm. own voice, mm-hmm. and the voice from outside to pretty much tell you that this is truly who you are. Thanks. When, I, when Thanks. I read your book, the theme of your book is pretty much on identity self identity who we are our worth our value our essence our significance and the power of identity your id as you said you know and Mm -hmm. when when you when i opened the book you mentioned the id the id has your id card which every human being has a physical id card and that id card sometimes we as human beings we are identified based on numbers based on numbers you mm-hmm. see that, that that number is what the government or, or the um the database system would look up your number
1: right right right
0: on your mm-hmm. physical ID it states your name, your background, your social status, your gender
1: right and right you
0: present it to, uh, to to let's say for example you want to purchase an item or you want to go for a service They ask for your ID based on your ID, they will offer you that service.
1: Mm -hmm. right Mm
0: -hmm. so and 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 i've also learned that people define themselves based on their gender like we have this um um lgbtq where people are pretty much defining themselves based on their sexual preferences based on their uh, Mm -hmm. sexual gender somebody wake up one day and say you know what today i feel like a woman when Mm -hmm. your physical Mm -hmm. body you are a male right Sometimes right, we define right, ourselves right. based on our race. Oh, I am black. I am white. We define ourselves based on our profession. We define ourselves based on our social status. Or we define ourselves based on a particular cause. You have people right. on social media who, who see themselves as climate change activists, right? So right. We, the, the way we are identifying ourselves is wrong.
1: It's wrong. It's wrong. Exactly. The
0: only identity, according to the book of Genesis... This this, this this is let's go back to the first mention let's go back to the beginning of creation so if we want to know our identity the Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and when you read along in the book of Genesis chapter 1 the Bible said God said to himself let us make man in in whose image and likeness
1: in, ours, in, in our in our image
0: and likeness it is say, let us make Marcos let us make brahim let us make you the audience in the image, based on your gender, based on your on your on your status, social status, based on education, based on your cause, based on an anism, based on your on your background, it is based on who his image and likeness. the issues and concerns and challenges. While I was reading your book, that young people are experiencing. Words like "I am a loser," "I want to kill myself," "I mm-hmm. hate home," mm-hmm. "Help right. me." Like you right. mentioned a character named Steven is a first grader early age, the age of sowing and, 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 planting, as you said, that age is when our kids are exposed to the culture.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: This is right. My mind, do you know that you as a parent, you have greater responsibility to implant in the heart of your son or your daughter, the ways of God. Because if you are dependent on the church, because people only go to church That's good. maybe on Sundays. That's if good. they're able to That's go good. to church for Bible studies, fine. Good. But you as a parent, you will spend seven days a week with your children. And then the school also spend five days a week because I'm pretty sure your kids go to school from Monday to Friday.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: you have, the court, you have the school giving them cultural identity and you as a child of god and you as a christian you you spend seven days a week right Right, and building up your child giving them Christ's identity you want the church which is on sunday to do that for you right right responsibility to the church and who is the church you and i we are the church
1: right right
0: of training up our the bible said train up your child in the mm-hmm. way that he or she will grow. It did not say let the pastor train up your child. It did not say let the government train up your child. It did not say let the school train up your child. If we are going right, to be right. men and kind of woman, we have to go back to the word because the word said train up your child. It is your responsibility as a parent to train up your child. Don't live it up to the pastor. Don't live it up to the right. youth pastor. Right. Don't live it up to the school. Don't live it up to the government because right. they it's will do it for you. they're going to do it in a way that you're not going to like that's
1: good that's so that's so that's so true because the the teaching should begin at home the bible speaks about all the teaching and training should begin at home who's in the house the mother and the father they are they are in the house so everything should begin in the house you shouldn't like you said you should not count on the church you shouldn't count on culture you shouldn't count on the tv which a lot of that stuff nowadays is raising and training up our kids, you know, which is a sad case of affairs. Yes. Um. However, and I'm gonna tell you one thing that I do um every day with my kids before before I even say a prayer, I make sure that I put life into them. I breathe life into them. I I, I and we do affirmations.
0: Yes. Wow.
1: Before I begin my prayer with my kids, I do affirmations. I tell them, Hey, listen. I am somebody, I am loved, I am created in the image and likeness of God. I I will be successful. All this good Mm. stuff that I'm implanting in their heads because I know what the world have have a capability of doing to them. Mm. So as a father, that's my responsibility to train up Mm. my child and to speak life into my child because I'm not expecting anybody but myself to speak life into them.
0: That's true. That's true. Because because your book, it's a book that I recommend for every parent. Every parent needs to go get a copy of Verified. Verified. Growing into your God-given identity by this special guest named Marcus Lee. I recommend every parent to get a copy and, and get you read it along with your children. Because the way the book is structured, I really like it. This book is unique. And the language that is used, it's relatable to us as young men and young women. And uh, uh, Because God wants to achieve, God wants to reach out to, to young people. That is why God used you as a man of God to speak in a language that they can understand.
1: Right, right, yes, sir, yes, sir. Amen.
0: Now we're gonna go. And, we're gonna go into. Okay. And, yes. Go on,
1: Mr. Marcos. And and that and and the unique thing about that, I like how you put the parents. I love it when parents get involved in their children's life, and because um I had sold my uh, sold the book to the a parent, and a parent said, "You know what? I want everybody in my house to read it," and I had a whole family that were reading the book together. They read a chapter together. And after wow. they get done reading that chapter, they will get together around the table and they will discuss what they read. Mm-hmm. And yes. I, I mean, I, I love it. I mean, I, I love the idea of of it being a family oriented um, yes. thing. You know, um, man, that's a good point you brought up, man. I love it, man.
0: Because, because, Marcus, look, 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 look at look at this trend. This is just my own observation. Satan is at war against family satan hates family when god, god god is the one who instituted initiated created Fact. The
1: Fact. Of Fact.
0: Family. male and female and then adam and eve they conceive children a family consists of the opposite sex because you need a male figure a male a male responsibility. You also need what the woman can bring because both male and female, they're, they're similar, but they're also distinct in their roles and responsibility. So you, you need both of them to raise a child
1: because right, when you right.
0: have a in the home, he can instill the spirit of courage. When you have mm. a mom in the home, she can instill the spirit of care and compassion. That's so you good. need both. Right? That is why the Bible right. is war against our families because this is what he's trying to do first he targeted men he took men out of home and now he's trying to make men to become like women feminize them now guess what he's doing he's telling women that women can be men adjusting the role now guess what he's doing he's going after our children confusing them about their gender And the government is promoting this. Education institution is promoting this. So you see the attack. The attack was first. The man, take the man out. Now come for the mother. Now come for the children. That is why the idea of man and the house is needed. You know what the devil did? He isolated Eve from Adam.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Facts, facts. Yes. So what he he has
0: done? He has isolated men from their home. Hey, now it's isolated the woman from their home and the kids are all by themselves. Going on social media, some next level perverts telling them what they can be. We have to stand up. And this book speaks a lot. It's about identity and the area that the enemy, the enemy is very deceptive. It's not going to come like like a scary monster. It's not going to come like that. It's going to appear as an angel of light.
1: Angel, like right facts, facts. Oh, it's right.
0: gonna appear somebody so beautiful, somebody who is trendy, somebody who is cool.
1: Right, cool right. That
0: will lead to death. Cool that will lead to foolishness. Right. And the wow. area is identity, wow. my brother. So we're gonna we're gonna examine this book. We're gonna go to the first structure of this book, which is liberalistics. Marcos, explain to us what do you mean by labelistic and like it's important and its impact on the lives of people
1: when um i look at uh labelistics is this um there, no matter who you are no matter what you're doing there's going to always be someone that's going to try to label you mm. and call you something that you're not but however as men and women of god as as sons and daughters of the king we have to remember what god has called us to be and we have to learn how to remove those negative Labels off of us, and how can we do that? For and foremost, we need to build a relationship with God. and the more you begin to build a relationship with God, the more you begin to uh, learn the attributes of God, then you'll begin to understand more of who you are. You begin to understand a more of, of, of what mm-hmm. God has preordained and preordained for your life. Yes, and you begin to realize in in Scripture where where God says you you know you're, you're the head and, and not the tail. You you're a lender and not a borrower. So when you begin to you begin to believe those things, when you begin to start having that deep uh, relationship with God, your true identity is actually found in God. It's it's found. It's found in Christ. So, the thing about the labelistic thing, like again, huh, Madea had a little saying. He said, "It's not what you call me; it's what I answer to." Mm, mm, so, my thing behind that is this: It's not what you call me; it's it's who God says I am. It's what the Bible says I am.
0: That's right. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So. Yes, people are going to call us all sort of names. And as you mentioned, our focus is what God calls us. That is why when you look at the Bible, the Bible said God calls. God calls. God calls. God calls. Right. What's his name? Um, Samuel, when he was young. Mm-hmm. God called. Like when, when you see, because when God calls you, that is who you truly are.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: God has the final say.
1: And we and what we try to do is we try to live in when God for example when God even called Moses, hmm. Moses began to start saying what he can't do. He began to start looking at reality. God doesn't call yes. us based on reality. God calls us based on what <laughs> what He sees in us. Wow. Moses was like, "Well, I, I'm, I'm, I, have, a, I have a stuttering problem. I, I can't do this. I can't speak."
0: Hmm. Wow, interesting.
1: But he decided wow. to say, "Hey, listen. Jeremiah. Jeremiah was like, "Man, listen, I'm young. I'm too young. They're not going to listen to me. I'm not wise. I don't have enough wisdom. They're not going to listen to me." Hmm. So, they see themselves as something else, or as God see them as oh, wow. As something totally different. So, we have to understand that the way the world sees us or the way someone else sees us is not the way that God sees us. Wow. He called Jeremiah a prophet of the nation. Jeremiah stuck on, I'm young, but God (laughs) said, no, I don't care how young you are. You were in your mother's womb. I called you. So I just want to let you all know why you was in your mother's womb. He have called you.
0: Wow. He
1: have called you to be a firefighter. He have called you to be, um, a Lord, He have called you to be a judge. Whatever God has called you to be, He's called you
0: and predestined you while you were in the womb. Nobody's input. Nobody's not even the input of your mom. Not even the input of your father. Not even the input of nobody. Facts. 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 <laughs> wow! 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 It's like it's like Jesus too. You know. I, Jesus was being attacked, his identity was constantly being attacked. If you're the that son of a God, even by the devil, like he was, was on the cross, oh save yourself, da da, da, da da. Even one of the thieves insulted him, you know, and then he, to the point where he asked his disciples that like, guys, I'm like, bro, this thing was getting into the mind. It was playing around with Jesus' mind. It was like, yo, like who do who do people say I am? Right, right, right. Wow, humanly speaking, in his human form, it was it was like, guys, like, like, who do you think I am? Even John the Baptist questioned him. Who? When he experienced and hope in heaven, God the Father clearly spoke, confirmed that this is my beloved son. But when challenges, circumstances of life hit you, <laughs> man, you start questioning God, man. You st- not only you question yourself, you question if God is for real. <laughs> you question right, God. Right, God. right,
1: right. Facts, facts, facts. And and, and I, I I love it, man, Um, because... At the end of the day, it's what God calls us. Not what nobody else says about us. It's what really is what God has called and what God has orchestrated in our lives to do. And um, it's it's just so interesting about the people that God called. He'll call you to something that you haven't seen. Mm. He called Jeremiah a prophet to the nation. Jeremiah was a prophet to the nation before he ever prophesied. Mm. He didn't see prophecy. Moses didn't see I was going to be one of the, the key uh, contributors in, 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 in and friend, friend of people. He didn't see that. But God saw it. So there are some things that God sees that we don't mm. see. But we need people in our lives that sees what we can't see. Iron Man friends, y'all. If you don't have them in your life, you need them. <laughs> the Bible says this, iron shop is iron. And when I look at an Iron Man friend, I look at somebody that not only tells the truth to you about things, but they also add value to you. Mm. That's right. They pull yeah. out, they pull out the best in you. Iron and friends again see things in you that you don't see in yourself. They show up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and 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 when you think about showing up, now I mean, when I'm not saying that they're gonna show up every time you give them a call. But when they're reachable, when they're in reach. They're gonna show up, and they're gonna be with you. They're gonna help you every step of the way. So, when difficult situations come, when 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 you can't get a prayer through, they are people in your life that's gonna pray for you. And only pray for you. They're gonna pray with you. You know, I'm so sick of people. They they sit there and tell you, "Well, I'm praying for you, brother." Well, listen. <laughs> I hear you. I, I I hear that, but I don't feel it because I don't see it. Every now and then, we just need to take the time to stop to pray for a brother or a sister instead of just saying, I'm going to pray for you. Let's audibly pray for them. Let's just say, whoa, Lord, let, me, let me take your hand, and I'm going to pray for you right now mm. that God is going to change this current situation that you're in. Do you mind me praying for you? Those are what Iron Man friends are for. That's what they do.
0: Mm. Wow, wow! It's like it's like they, they they see you, they show up and they stand up for you. Yeah, yeah.
1: They 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 what they what I call gap fillers. They they wow, they they, wow. they 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 bridge the gap. Mm. And we need people in our lives to to help us bridge the gap. Yes. We need people in our lives that are that that hold us accountable yes i don't i don't know y'all i don't know what it's going but every now and then y'all we need people that are that that's going to hold us accountable because if you don't have people what i call iron man friends or people in your life that's going to hold you accountable you're going to be doing any and everything Mm. but if you want to break a cycle if you want to get out your secret sin you need somebody that's going to be able to hold you accountable
0: that's right. Yeah. I mean, like another term that you use that is very interesting, the snake life, man. The snake life. Like, like, let me do let me let me quote an excerpt from your book. Um, I think it's we all wear masks and, and the time comes when we cannot remove them without removing some of our own skin. Man, yes, that sir. that and then I think it was a quotation from Andre, a way of living that is pretending to be something. Or someone other than who God made you to be. And in your personal experience, you always wanted to be like Usher. You know, for me, I always want to be like Nelly. You know, I want to be like 50 Cent. I, I wanna be like yeah, I, I wanna be like Fat Joe. I wanna be like, you know, I wanna be everybody, bro. If fifty cent cannot fit me, I'll switch up. I wanna be like Nelly, you know? Man, that's right, snake right. life, man. Can you get can you explain to the audience what do you mean by snake life?
1: Man, let me tell you something. I'm going to say this about the snake life, man. Um, By the way, man, writing this entire book, man, was amazing, man. I I, I enjoyed every minute of it, every moment of it, every second of it. But, man, uh, the snake life. Man, let me tell you something. There's going to always be people in your life that are Judases. If you know anything about Judas, you know Judas was a pretender. Judas was somebody in 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 Jesus' life. And Jesus knew it. That he pretended, hey, I'm following Jesus.
0: But he wasn't.
1: I'm following Jesus. But Jesus knew that Judas was a pretender. He already knew that 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 um uh, that Judas was going to portray him. He knew exactly what he was going to portray him by. How do I know? The Bible declared, the Bible says that he said, uh, he said, um, um, when when Judas asked, Jesus said, "Somebody gonna betray me." And Judas said, um, "Is it I?" Jesus just simply said, "I've spoken." Like, bruh, I know who you are, and you know who you are too. But listen, y'all, you do need people. I'm, I'm gonna say this: like, you do every now and then. You know, you know, snakes they 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 hiss. They, but every now and then, you need people like that in your life. To help you get to the next level. He needed, well, he didn't need it. It was necessary for Judas to come along the journey with Jesus to teach us how to be able to deal with the snakes in our lives. Wow. Jesus didn't blow, Jesus didn't blow the whole situation out of proportion. He knew it was his, his last meal with his disciples. He didn't want to blow it out of proportion. When you have snakes in your life, you ain't got to blow it out of proportion. Wow. Jesus knew it. So when there are snakes in your life, I don't know about you. I say it all the time, but you can see a snake or you can hear a snake a mile away. But you need the snake every now and then to help you go into, go to your next level or to push you in purpose to what God has in store for you because the life of Jesus is the life of Jesus and Jesus being betrayed it teaches us how to deal with betrayal. Yeah. It teaches us not to to not to run from snakes. It's okay to have snakes in your circle. Mm. But you need to be able to pinpoint them out. And Jesus yeah. was regardless of a snake, Jesus knew the snake was rolling with him. If you got a snake rolling with you, you should know a snake rolling with you.
0: Yeah if you look at the nature in the form of a snake, they're very sleek.
1: Yes, they
0: are yeah, yeah, They're very silent. Very,
1: know? very. And the thing about it, a, a lot of time, man, like we we pretend, man, like I said, we pretend to be people, um, we want to be so much like somebody else that we can't even find who we are.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: God don't want clones. He, he don't want clones. He won't the true authentic you Mm -hmm. because can't nobody be you better than you. I always tell people all the time, man, I want to be a better version of myself. Like I'm not in competition with anybody. I'm in Mm -hmm. competition with myself. And, and, and a lot of times we, 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 we try to pretend to be people that God called us not to be, you know, like I said, for years, man, I, I wanted to be usher. And literally, um, I don't know, I don't even, I don't even know if this was in the book or not, man. But it's in the just, book,
0: yeah, it's in the book, yeah. He <laughs>
1: said it's, it's like in the book.
0: He like Usher, bro. He dressed like it's, it's, Usher, like Usher, dance like Usher, sing like Usher, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, like man. Usher, man, let me tell you the story, man. It was a song called "It's Like Moving Mountain by Usher, and man, it was on one hundred and six and part. Man, it was like for a while, it was one, it was number one, the number one video. And then at times it was number two video. But, man, I had I was running the 106 in Park so I could see that. I, I, I had to literally see that video. Wow. And, man, let me tell you, it got so bad, man, to the point, man, I started, man, trying to get clothes, and I began to start dressing like Usher, you know. Um, I used to try to, I mean, and I couldn't dance a lick, you know. I, I, I can't dance now. I don't have any rhythm. So clearly, as you see, y'all, uh, I picked the wrong guy to try yeah. to be like. Be like, wow. Oh. Instead of trying to focus on being like Christ, instead of focusing on my purpose, instead of focusing on, on what God called me to do, I'm focusing on what somebody what God called somebody else to do. Or not necessarily what God called somebody else to do, but I'm focusing on what somebody else is doing. And we really, literally, we have to get out of this phase of focusing on what somebody else is doing.
0: So this leads me to the comparison game. Comparison game and and I like your quotation by Bill Gates. Don't compare yourself with anyone in this world. If you do, you're insulting yourself.
1: Right, right, like, right.
0: And then you use David. I, I like that point. I was really blessed how you used the life of David, the armor of Saul upon him, but he took it off. You know, like like man, David trying to be people trying right. to make David be what he's not. You know? right. So, tell the audience, what do you mean by that comparison game?
1: Man, let me tell you something. huh? The armor that Saul was trying to give David, yeah, it did not fit <laughs> David. That's right, yeah. It didn't fit him, not because it was too little, but it was too big. Mm. <clears throat> and we're trying to do things that's too big something that God has not called us to do
0: kind
1: of and word. and the thing with that the way Saul defeated enemies mm. is not the same way that God called David to defeat enemies Wow. wow and David wow. David recognized that. He said, listen, man, this too big, bro. It's weighing me down. I can't operate. I can't do nothing God called me to do wearing your armor. Besides, God gave that to you. I don't even have no armor. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to trust God. And this Philistine, this giant that you all are scared of, I'm going to beat uber-eats. I'm going to take some food to my brother's. <laughs> Because in this enemy that you all are afraid of, I'm going to face them.
0: Mm.
1: But not the way you want me to do it, Saul. I'm going to defeat the enemy the way God called me and the way God wanted me to. Yes. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go take a hike. And as I take a hike, I'm going to pick up a slingshot mm. and I'm going to pick up five smooth stones. But I'm only going to need one.
0: Hmm. Wow.
1: Because the way you fighting is not the way God called me to fight. Hmm. Now, I will tell you this, if I can digress for a little while, for a minute. Growing up, man, I fought the wrong way. I was a fighter growing through school. I was fighting everybody. I was literally fixed fighting everybody. <laughs> but I realized the older I got, I got a little wiser. I got a little smarter. And I began to fight on my knees. I began to bring God in the fight. I began to bring the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in the fight. And that's wow. what David did. He brought God, he brought the Holy Spirit, he brought the Trinity in the fight with him because he realized it's not by might nor by power, but by the by God's strength. It wasn't the strength that David had, it was mm-hmm. God's strength that 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 David used and experienced. Wow. Wow.
0: Hmm. Wow.
1: So the thing is, young uh young people, um, men and women of God, sons and daughters of God, the way God called you to do something may be totally different from the way He's calling you to do it. So always remember, don't don't try to be, don't try to do things the way other people are doing it. Do it the way that God has called you to do it. That's just that's mm-hmm. just a lesson within itself. Because David wouldn't have won the fight. David wanted to be beat Goliath with that armor. So my encouragement to y'all, men and women, man, wear and do what fits you. And if you do that, God is going to bless you. Mm. You... I, let me let me just say this, y'all. Prayer is powerful. Amen. Prayer is powerful because prayer moves the hand, the hand of God. So this is just this is I mean none of this is really pre-planned. None of this is pre script But I want to encourage everybody to take the time out to pray about current situations that's going on in your life. But pray strategically and ask God, Lord, show me how to handle it strategically. Mm. Because we can be going through the same situation. We can both be going through a divorce, but because I'm going through a divorce, my divorce may be just a tad bit differently, so therefore I have to put a twist to it. I may be dealing with grief, And and me and my mother have a good relationship, but then your mother don't. So we're both still dealing with grief, but we're dealing with it differently. So we got to deal with it strategically. Saul had enemies. Saul had an army. David did as well, but he dealt with it differently, strategically. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So pray and ask God to give you that strategic, that unique way, that quirky way.
0: It's like the Bible says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. You know, right? your, wise, your eyes, trust right. in the Lord. Right. And by the way, y'all,
1: audience, I want the audience to know, God knows you. How do I know God knows you? He created you. He created <laughs> you in his image. That's, that's number true. one. Number two, how I know he knows you because of the simple fact that he said he knows the number of hairs that's on our head. Mm. Number three, how I know he knows us because he want a relationship with you. So he knows you. He knows all about you.
0: Facts. Facts.
1: So just fact. remember. Just remember. Be everything that God called you to be.
0: I think it's we human beings that engage in this comparison game, but animals don't. You don't see a fish. A fish is meant to to succeed, to excel in water. It's us human beings that take that fish and bring that fish on the land. But when you bring that fish on the land, you don't have water, that fish will die. If if God has already intended that the domain, the habitation, the success of that fish, that fish will strive in water. Mm-hmm. And we, human beings, we will take that fish, trying to do a test drive, put that fish on a dry land, that fish will struggle, fight, shake, shake, that fish will die. But mm-hmm. what we do at times, human like, beings will, will create a fish tank. fish tank. yeah. So we also know that for that fish, if we want fish in our home, we have to put that fish in its right domain.
1: That's good. That's good.
0: That's good. Because- God said that fish succeeds in water, but we took that fish out. If you're wise, don't put that fish on the dry land, it would die. If you're wise, get a fish tank and put water so that that fish can swim, at least survive.
1: Good, good, man. Thanks.
0: The fish will survive, but you limit how far the fish can go because you have the end of a fish tank. You have the the beginning of a fish tank, you have the end. A fish tank is an enclosement but that that has water in it so that the fish can just swim all around backward. But when you put a fish in sea, we don't know the measurement of, of, of the sea. We don't know how far the ocean is. We don't know how deep the ocean is. So that fish can swim as far as it can. That fish can go deep as far as it can.
1: Man, that's and then good, go
0: man. And give a fish or a, 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 a domain in the sea. Who are we that are made in the image and likeness of God to undermine our potential, to undermine our wealth? Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. If you have fed like a mustard seed and said to the mountain, be removed. But you have to put your faith in who? In Jesus, who will make it possible wow. because you are made in his image and likeness. Wow, wow. So it's us human beings that try to take, we we try to survive where we're not permitted to, we have to know our, we have to know our place. Wow. Women have to know their place. Men have to know their place. Our children have to know their place. The government has to know their place. The government should not interfere trying to get rid of the church who defines the morality of a culture.
1: Wow. Businessmen wow, know big. their
0: place. Their domain is the market, work, and money. Government, their domain is social policies. But then, this is where corruption takes place. This is where confusion takes place. Is when you leave your domain.
1: That's good. That's
0: when you good. leave your domain. When you leave your domain, you open door for failure but true success lies in your God-given divine purpose of what God says Marcus I created you to be specifically this type of person and this is what I want you to do I was mm-hmm. so God establish the service the mandate the purpose of the lights mm-hmm. and the light cannot violate its purpose the day the light violated its purpose that light would die. Most of us, we're dead. We're not dead physically, but we're dead with lack of meaning.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: We are dead living a pointless life. Wow. We are dead being confused because we don't know who we are. We don't know our identity. We don't know our purpose. But you cannot tell me that the sun is dead. The sun is not dead because the sun is constantly serving his purpose. There's no interference.
1: Wow. Wow. Praise God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: But but, but, but there are systems in place interfering with our identity and the purpose and the destiny of our children. Wow. So, man of God, this leads me to the Iron Man Friends. And you categorize the, the four Fs. Can you kindly tell the audience, because this is very profound, very, very profound, that these are all relationships in our lives that we need to identify. And I'm happy that I learned this from you. Because most times, you become what you are based on your surrounding. Mm -hmm. Your association will determine your outcome, what you become in life.
1: Right, right, right.
0: I, I have been around friends who talk about only women. Everything about me was just woman. I wasn't moving forward. Wow! No, I am around people who talk about God.
1: Wow! Wow!
0: Giving me that, that positive vibe. I'm becoming like them. If you wow. hang around with Usher too much, like in the outside, you're gonna appear to be like Usha, but the inside you're not.
1: Right. Facts. 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 I
0: think you mentioned that in your book. You mentioned in your book. Let me let me go back. You said um. It takes work to draw out what's what's on the inside. Making the outside look pretty is much more rewarding. But when we focus on the outside, we are playing the comparison game. Yes. Yes, you can change from the outside to become like Usher, to become like 50 Cent, to become whatever you admire, whoever a <laughs> celebrity you admire. But the inside tells you otherwise. That no, right, that's right. Doing, you can dress right. like us. You can look like. That's what the Bible said. Satan appears as an angel of light, but in the inside, Satan is dark. Yes, absolutely. Oh God. Man of God, man yeah. of God, listen to this. The Bible it's said good. he appears as an angel of light, meaning that when you see him, he pretends to be light, but the inside is full of dark. Yeah. Jesus said wow. he's the father of lies. The Bible said right. he appears as as a lion right. but he's scared the devil is scared he's scared when he call upon the name of jesus jesus said i saw him fell down like lightning wow but he appears as a lion it... but who's the true lion jesus is the wow. true lion who is the true light jesus is... you know jesus, is not, this, it... jesus doesn't even have to pretend to be light. he is light from the inside he is the lion from the inside you see when you when 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 you are truly who you are from the inside. People will know. You can't fake it. You can't yes, play the that's- that's what you said. It's a game. It's a game. Because it's, it's going to be an end to that game, bro. It's a
1: game. Yes, sir. It's a game, bro. <laughs> it's
0: a game. There's going to be an end to that game. <laughs> and the people are going right. to see your true color. You can't and, just and wear the jerseys you- all the time. People are going to see your day-to-day clothes that you wear at home.
1: Right, right. Right, wow. That,
0: jerseys, wow, that jersey that you wear to play the game. When the ref blows the whistle, you take it off, man. You give it to somebody else.
1: <laughs> wow, wow. And you
0: put on your real clothes, your day-to-day clothes, bro. Wow, I, I, your book is very powerful, man. That's that's why I'm having this conversation because I I I learn a lot and I've said a lot. I want you to explain to the audience the F's of relationship.
1: Okay. Um, first of all, I'm gonna start right here. Um, you need an Iron Man friend. Let's just say that number one. And um you need people in your life that's gonna value you and pull out the value that's on the inside of you. Iron Man friends are gonna bring out the best of you and a lot of times if you're around or surrounded with people that's that's that got you stuck or got you in a rut that lets you know that hey listen i may need to change i may need to change my circle but it's okay because at the end of the day you choose your you choose your circle Because Jesus did. He chose 12 people. But not only did he choose 12 people, but he made his circle even smaller. He chose Peter, James, and John when he really wanted to perform some miracles and signs and wonders. Because just because they was part of the 12, they wasn't part of the three. So in that, and I'm going to get to the four F's in just a little while. But in that, you got to be very strategic on how you pick your people in your life. Mm -hmm yeah you can't pick them based off looks, you can't pick them based off socioeconomic status uh you can't pick them based off the gender. you just got to be very careful on who you pick in your life. If you can if they're adding value to you and you're adding value to them, it's a good possibility that you have someone in your life that's much needed in your life. Yeah. And I'm gonna start right here and just say this, y'all. Man, listen, we can't do it alone. Okay. Um there, there, there's nobody here that have accomplished anything all by themselves.
0: Yeah.
1: No one. There's no one. Um I always tell people, everybody used to tell me, oh man, LeBron James had a sorry team. his team wasn't nothing back in his with his Cleveland years. I said, those people on the team played a vital role. LeBron James won the won the championship without the other four people That's that true. was on the team. So I and mean, when we can just go back deeper than that. I mean we can go and talk about these these great people that are great today. They all needed people. They all needed mentors, they all needed coaches to to help them along the way, to motivate them to 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 fine-tune their performance to 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 provide them statistics to, to give them ideas, they didn't. We didn't come up with this stuff all alone. There's nothing new. The Bible talks about the Ecclesiastes. There's nothing new under the sun. That's right. So it's something we 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 created. Something that somebody else. We are byproducts of what somebody else have already done. I'm not the first podcaster. Brahim is not the first podcaster. I'm not the first author. I'm not the first actor. There's people that have come before us that have set the bar. But at the end of the day, they needed people that had set the bar for them. So listen, y'all, you can't do it alone. You need some people in your life. Jesus, Jesus, let's take Jesus again. Jesus' earthly ministry. He didn't do it by himself.
0: That's true, yeah.
1: He needed some real OGs. He needed some people that was that's willing to get down. There were people that were willing to leave what they was comfortable doing. And they followed him. So sometimes when you're following Jesus, it's going to get uncomfortable because you're not comfortable with doing this or you're not comfortable with doing that. Hmm. But at the end of the day, He's going to equip you. Because who he called, he qualifies. So if he called you to do something, he, again, he qualifies to call. So I know y'all probably waiting on, when is this dude going to talk about the four L's? When I get to it. When I get (laughs) to it, I'm going to get to it. Listen, the four L's, y'all ready? All right. We got family. We got friends. Familiars and faces. I'll say that again. The four F's are, you got family, you got friends, you got familiars, and you got faces. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to gradually break down, um, what those four F's are family. Let's just start right here. I'm sorry. If you don't like your father, you don't like your mother. I'm sorry. You ain't got, we ain't nothing I can do about it. We did not choose them. Um, but let's just say this: Let's just be thankful for them. You know why I say this? Be thankful for them. It's because they gave us life. They'll, those are the ones who raised us: our brothers, our sisters, our our uncles. You, you know, y'all y'all understand what I'm. You can't you can't um you can't get away from family. Then you got your friends. You got your, your ex boom coons. You got you got you got your home girls. You got your home boys. You got your besties and all that stuff like that. People that you spend just the most of your time with
0: mm.
1: and whether y'all see um, eye to eye or not, or whether y'all on the same page, whether y'all get along or not, you know, y'all, y'all chilling together about 24 seven. And that's a friend. So I know all of us have got people like that in our lives that are, that are, that are friends. And I always tell y'all, yeah, we need friends every coach need a coach. Every pastor need a pastor. Every counselor need a counselor. Um, so we need people in our lives. We, we can't make it without them. Then you got people that's familiar. And um, familiar people are coworkers to me. Um, people that you're around from, from time to time. You might catch up. And, and then you have faces. Those are the people that you see, but you don't know. <laughs> you see them, but you don't know them. Um, like, but they have been very instrumental in your life. They have been a blessing to you. They have they've added value to you, um, and so you so you may see them on the street. They might look familiar, but but um but you don't catch up with them. But you don't. It's it's like an easy target. You just don't you don't forget them. And there are people that I have ran across one time in my lifetime, and they have added value to my life. So every now and then. Faces to me are like angels. They're like angels in disguise. You see them, and they they come in your life and they go. And y'all, we get upset with faces. We get mad when when people are faces in our life because oh, why they had to go? Well, they was in your life for a season for a reason. Everybody in your life is not designed to be four season friends. Everybody that everybody's not going to be in your life that's going to be that's going to stick and stay.
0: So every now and then you unique faces. You cannot pick your family. Uh, but you can pick your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right.
1: Exactly. Um, well, yeah. See, the thing about that, um, they they remember your name. Okay, when I say they remember your name, they remember your true identity. You know, that's you know, they they are people in your life that are able to defend the negativity that surrounds you, and yeah. they inspire you to be the best Marcus you can be or the best. Raheem you could be, um, or, or the best Usher you could be. Yeah, I gave you, I gave you some yeah. credit, Usher. So <laughs> those are people like that in your life. And David David had people like that in his life that didn't look at what he did in his past, but he they looked at what he was going to do in his future. A lot of people look at your past and disqualify your future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you need friends in your life that's going to look at your past and they're gonna say, hey, listen, I see brighter in your future. So, so so these men, those, these three mighty men that 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 David had, uh, they 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 um they they didn't love David because of the crown. They didn't love him because of the crown, because of kingship. They love him because of what was underneath the crown, his true self, his true identity, what what he was as a man. Another thing about friends, again, they show up, man. They, they, they show up when you need them. They show up. And when I say they show up, like I don't mean whenever you call them, they're gonna answer the phone. This, this, let's face reality. We all work, we, we we got different things that we that we do. But they are a listening ear. They are actively listening to you. They, they, they don't mind putting the game system up. To, to the side or their favorite show to the side and no. and lend you a listening ear. Not by they they, they on their phone strolling or, or they watching TV and they on the game they're playing the game and they say oh I hear you keep talking I hear you keep talking. No. Iron Man friends show up and they put their active ears on and they listening to you whole wholeheartedly. So they and they 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 show up for the battle. They they ain't scared. They not they 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 going to be a part of the 300 army uh, they they're not going to be a part of the the the, the army that left. They're going to be part of the army that stayed. Mm. They going they going they now Iron Man friends they stick and stay. Not faces now. Faces don't stick and stay. Iron Man friends they stick and they stay. Now, I don't know. They also, number number three, they pray for you. They really, they pray for you. Because there have been times in my life where I could not get a prayer through. And I needed somebody to, I listen, there have been times in my life, y'all, I've been so weak to the point I can't pray. I've been so weak to the point in my life where I'm like, God, are you really hearing me? God, do, do, do you really hear a sinner's prayer? And because of those Iron Man friends that's praying for you on your behalf, things can change in your life. Hmm. They can rekindle your faith. They can give give rebirth to your prayer life. Hmm. Wow, wow. And I'm going to tell you something else. Wow. And... When I say they can, they can give birth to rekindle your prayer life. They can do it to the point as if it was never, it's never left. Hmm. When you, when you hear people praying for you and 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 and, and add value to your life and, and and speaking positive about yourself, it 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 it's, it resuscitates you.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: Versus just saying, "Oh, I'm gonna pray for you and walk on." Iron Man friends hmm. don't do that. Yeah. They take the time and they pray not only for you, but they take the time to pray with you. Mm-hmm. Now also they they approachable. Like they they are really approachable. You know, I mean friends are people who are approachable. And when I say approachable is um is this. They like being around you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whether you are friendly or not. They 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 don't care about they don't they don't care if you're mad. They don't care if you got an attitude. They don't care about your cussing or none of that stuff. They're gonna be around you despite of because they know you need them. They know yeah. that, that, that 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 they're not gonna throw you a cold shoulder because they know they're they, they are a shoulder that that you need. You 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 know they understand the song that we all need somebody to lean yeah. on. They know that they that that you know they can be a shoulder that you can cry up on. You know, if you screw up, you could count on them to be gentle and, and, and help you straighten things out. They're gonna help you. You know, and they and they realize that um in, in the Bible, in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1 and 2, the Bible said, He who 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 um you know see your brother, or sister in the far, he who are spiritual are supposed to uplift and restore them. And that's what our man friends do. They approach it, but they restore you back to your original state.
0: Hmm.
1: And I'm gonna tell you something else. <laughs> they keep it real for real. No, no. And um, and I think that's in my book. They keep it real for real. You know, so they don't. They don't. I don't need people in my life that's get that's gonna give me a false sensation. That's gonna go go give me something fake.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I want I want something real. I want the authentic. I want I want to know your deep thoughts. I really want to know what you truly think about me. Hmm. But not only are they're, they going to just keep it real with you, they're going to tell you the truth, but then they're going to tell you why, but then they're going to also aid and help you on changing, per se. If it's a negative truth about yourself, they're going to help you. The Bible talks about iron shop iron. And how am I going to get sharpened if all my friends tell me it's something good about myself, something I'm always doing good? No, we need to be able to take criticism, constructive criticism. We need to be able to take that.
0: So this leads me to another question, the positive ID, positive affirmations to confirm your identity. Share with the audience what do you mean by the positive ID?
1: Man, listen, honestly, <clears throat>
0: positive ID,
1: I really thought that was gonna go viral if I did anything with it, but I plan on doing it. I, I just really want to encourage people
0: hmm.
1: to spend time in encouraging yourself. The Bible said, David said, I he encouraged himself in the Lord. So right. you can't look, you can't look or expect other people to speak life into you. You have to take the time to speak life into yourself. So what I encourage everybody to do um, that's, that's watching this or that's going to be watching this is speak five good things over yourself every day. Yeah, I said positive ID yourself. So five positive things that you can speak over your life every day. But watch this though. Let me say this. Do not speak stuff over your life that is not when I say don't speak stuff over your life, if if you don't see yourself being a millionaire, don't speak it. Why? <laughs> because you're gonna upset yourself and you're gonna get angry with God. Okay, <laughs> let's be realistic.
0: <laughs> so you're saying okay. that we should speak, we should speak in confinement to to our <laughs> our realities <laughs> or our capacity or our our <laughs> resources. Is-
1: Right, right, exactly, exactly. So when you speak, speak reality. Not a false of life. Let's, let's speak reality.
0: That's true, that's true. You can't, you can't speak, oh, I, I see myself in the moon, bro. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. And I then now we're mad, the now, now we're angry with God. No, 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 none of that, none of that. But
0: let let, let of it that. be logical, let it be real. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. true, because at the end of the day, we have this... High, high dreams, you know? Like, I remember when I used to listen to positive uh, professional self-help, you know? Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. be anything. Then I realized, bro, I cannot be anything. but I can only be what I was born to be, bro. That was, right. was one right. of the biggest deception ever, man. So I tried, to, I tried different things. It didn't work. Then I realized, no, nah, I can only be what I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Defined yeah. and determined by God. Right. Uh Right. Right. That's
1: good. And see, and I'm going to tell you something. And the reason why I I, I love positive um, affirmations and positive ideas, I love it so much because, see, Muhammad Ali didn't wake up one morning and say, I'm going to float like a butterfly and I'm going to sing like a bee. That ain't what he said. That ain't how it happened. Muhammad Ali said it to himself daily. Muhammad Ali, that was his quote. That's what he said. That's what he believed. He said, if I figured, if I said some stuff long enough, yeah, I would convince myself that I was the greatest. Like, so in other words, what I'm saying, you got to say it long enough to, to the part. It it begins, it's it's part of your identity. It begins to be, get inside your spirit.
0: Mm.
1: It begins to hide in your heart, like tablets on your heart. He believed that he was going to float like a butterfly singing like a bee. He wasn't just saying just to have a riddle or a poem. He believed it. And because he believed it enough, he trained like he float like a butterfly and sing like a bee. It, his trainer wasn't in the in the in the ring. His trainer was out the ring. So I want y'all to understand: positive speaking over yourself, you 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 start you speak these things first before you start doing them.
0: Let's go down to the last point, which is the benefit package.
1: Well, benefit package. Um, let me the benefit package. Huh, it has all the perks. All the all the perks, all the positive perks, to having a tight relationship with the father. Mm. You know, and and the thing about it, you know, and and, I, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna sit comfortably uh, with this. Um, I tell people all the time, it's and, and this is this is off the script. This may not even be in a book. I don't even know. I don't even remember what's in a book, man. Uh, Brahim knows better than I do. I promise you, I don't know what's <laughs> even in the book, but I know this. This is what I do know. Jesus would want us to have the whole benefit package. And what I mean by that, he don't just want us to, to have a relationship with him. Yep. He wants us to have an intimate relationship with him. Hmm. He wants us to have an intimate relationship with him. And not, he just didn't want John to be close to him and rest his head upon him and all that, he want us to do the same thing. Hmm. He knows all about you, but he want, he just want to hear from you.
0: Hmm.
1: And he want us to have a relationship to, that that's so tight with him to the point that when we have this benefit package, that, you know, having this relationship with him, you know, I look at the, the things as the gifts. You know, what good is it if if, if I'm just I I want to, okay, I'm an intercessor, right? That's the benefit package of having a relationship with God is being an intercessor. But God don't just want us to stop there. He just don't want you to just be an intercessor. He wants you to develop your prayer language.
0: Mm.
1: It's, it's, it, there's perks to this thing. Not only does do he want you to to develop your 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 prayer language, but he also wants you to, he said, he, you know, I want you to prophesy too. Mm. But all of this comes, all of these positive perks come when you continue to develop and hone and, and and get that relationship that John had with Jesus. Mm. So that's what. So that's what comes with the with the benefit package. Wow. We all want a positive relationship. We all want to feel known, feel like, feel like we belong on the earth. You know, and sometimes you know, friends disappoint us. But y'all, let me tell you which one thing. Friends might disappoint you. I don't care. Any other else may di- disappoint you. And you might want to say, you might want to drop an elf bomb on them. Yeah. But God will never fail you. Matter of fact, the Bible said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. The Bible also said that even when we were unfaithful, that he was still faithful to us. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about y'all. We always say the saying, I'm so glad that God is not like man. (laughs) It is nothing like having a relationship with somebody that created you that wove you, that 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 knitted you perfectly in your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's just a blessing to have a relationship with him. Wow. I'm gonna throw the ball back in your court for a little while.
0: Wow, 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 wow! Thank you so much. Uh, and, and listen, I, let me throw
1: this at you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me throw this at you. I know you. I know you. I know we got to go, but listen, man, listen we don't need um we don't need bad relationships we don't need bad relationships you know um they just they they provide you with the feeling of being known without the commitment God wants you to be committed to him mm. um these um these bad relationships don't don't give you they they don't give you long-term promises they they just don't and God is the relationship with Jesus Christ is more fulfilling than having a relationship with anybody. And a lot of people probably ask me, um, how do I how do I develop a relationship? How do I build this relationship with God? So therefore, I can get the benefit packages. Mm. You know, I'm going to give I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you all this. I'm going to give you all. Well, it's, it's no longer a secret sauce. Uh, for me, but it's gonna be a secret sauce for y'all. Mm. Okay. Um I'm gonna the secret sauce is prayer. And um prayer what is prayer? And I'm gonna make it real simple is a man or a woman having a conversation with God. And you you don't have to sound all fancy. This whatever God lays on your heart, What's, what's, whatever is in your heart that you want to share with God, whatever you're, you are um, experiencing, maybe you do need you need to pray for um, a family member uh, to get closer to God. Uh, maybe you're praying for a co-worker that have lost a loved one. Whatever it is, talk to God about it. Maybe you're having problems on your job. Maybe you want to become a better person. This is the opportunity to take the time out. To talk to God, and like I say, simple terms—it's real simple. Just as simple as this book is, just as simple as just talk to God. Like just simple as this, this this pod is right now. Just have a little conversation.
0: Hmm.
1: Let me tell y'all something: prayer is very powerful. Even Jesus did it. Even Jesus did it in his earthly ministry. He he Jesus took some time to steal away and pray. Mm. So I want you, I want to encourage you, just take the time to to, to steal away and and spend some time with Jesus. Mm. And also, if you want to take your relationship to the next level, I just gave you the ketchup. That's that's, that's the ketchup pack. Let me give you this mustard pack. Mm. Fasting. He wants this intimate relationship with you. He's saying, come. I'm giving you an open relationship before I close. Come. Come. If you don't know Jesus as as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, if you have not confessed him as Lord and Savior, this is a great opportunity to confess him and say, hey, I don't know him, but I want to get to know him. I want this intimate relationship with him. Can I tell you, I want it for you too. Hmm. What better time? This is the last day of 2023. Well, coming upon approaching the last days of 2023, let me just say that. What but what greater gift is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and being saved and being born again and being transformed by the renewing of your mind?